Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Self Made Mastery Podcast. My name is Adrienne Finch, and I am your host. Happy freaking Wednesday, you guys. Today, we are doing a solo episode. Solo, dolo, Adrienne, back again. I usually don't have two interviews in a row, um, but last week, I was just, I was full of the interviews. If you haven't checked out those episodes, they were super great. I love them with Freddie and Nicole. But today, we are back to Life Lessons with Adrienne. That's not a real thing. I just made that up. But in this episode, we're talking about how to pull anything off, which in typical Adrian fashion means getting to the root first and foremost of why we don't believe that we can pull anything off. You know, you always hear people say like, well, she could pull it off, but I certainly can't. Like, I want to know why do we just naturally not believe that we can pull anything off? So we're going to get to the root of that, like what's happening in our head. And there are a couple reasons for that, which you'll find out. Then we're going to talk about why you should kick that thought to the curb. In fact, why you need to kick that thought to the curb, aka why it's actually good to stand out versus blend in, why we want to stand out. And finally, we're going to address the steps that you guys can take starting today to begin to believe that you can pull anything off and then to actually pull said thing off. So without further ado, here is episode number 65. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Self-Made Mastery Podcast, your ultimate guide to total transformation. I'm your host, Adrian Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create and live their dream life. And the best part is, you only need one thing to start, your mind. So join me here every Wednesday on this transformative journey to master your mindset and unlock your greatest potential. Let's go. All right, guys. Hello, hello. I'm so excited for this episode. We're talking about how to pull anything off because that's a great topic. We should want to and believe that we can pull anything off and we should live our lives with no limits and no fear and no limiting beliefs. But you know, it's not always that easy and that's why I'm here to guide you through that process. So we're going to talk all about that. And when you hear the phrase, you know, oh, you can really pull that off or, you know, pull that off in general in any way that you want to hear it. It's usually referring to clothing or appearance, like changing up your hair, buying, you know, that wacky outfit. Um, I'm sure you all can relate. That's what I think of, at least when I hear that phrase. And I actually saw this TikTok video um, a couple weeks ago where someone said, how to pull anything off. Step one, put it on. And like that was the entire video was just that. And it was funny because, of course, it was like sort of sarcastic and just you know, like, oh yeah, it's that easy. Okay, cool. But then I was like, wait, it really got me thinking like, wow, yes, it really is that easy. Of course it is that easy. And yet most of us don't naturally think like that, right? We think it feels scary sometimes to be different or to look different or to try something new and different. And for me, when I was younger, I, it was always cool, like in middle school and even elementary school, like kind of when you're finding yourself, you're not really sure who you are, you're young, you're impressionable. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but when I was younger, it was the cool thing to do to have, you know, the things that everyone else had, to have that one brand of jeans or that one pair of white sneakers, like Once you had the same thing that everyone else had, like, oh, okay, now you're cool. Oh, you have those skinny jean true religions, like, that we all have, like, oh, you're cool now. You spent $180 on a purse, okay, you're cool now. Like, it was all these superficial things, first of all, but it was also, like, when you got the same thing as the cool kids or, you know, whatever was trending in that moment, like, that made you cool. 
And I just think that that is so interesting because like, oh, what a contrast, right? You know, back then I would do anything that I could to fit in. Like, again, like having the same clothes as everyone else and as the cool kids would make you fit in. And if you think about it, literally the phrase fit in refers to blending in and and not being unique, right? So that for some reason, we were kind of trained and conditioned to believe that that was what we should do and that being unique was bad, not good. You didn't want to stand out. You wanted to fit in. You wanted to blend in um, and that blending in was good. Having the same things and wearing the same things and looking the same way as everyone else was a good thing. That made you cool. That made you, you know, fit in, right? And it's so interesting, like just being an adult now and being able to kind of look back at not only like just our tendencies as kids and kind of what naturally happened in our growth in terms of our beliefs and things like that but also kind of some things that I believe are sort of societally constructed right like obviously that idea of fitting in came from somewhere and I'm not sure where but it was kind of this universal thing that everyone was like yeah like oh I don't feel like I fit in or like I just want to fit in like where did this idea of fitting in even come from right so anyway you guys know me I love to really dive into why why, 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 why? Question everything. Like, why do we do the things we do? Why do we think the way we think? Whatever. So, you know, I believe that we've somehow been conditioned to believe that being unique is not good and that blending in is good and being different is weird, right? But we're not cogs in a wheel here, people. We are not just, you know, a factory worker on an assembly line of you know creating some products like we are freaking linchpins we are those unique necessary key ingredients to the puzzle and we want to embrace the unique and the different and stop giving that a negative connotation we want to stop giving being different like a bad rap like who decided that that was going to be bad to begin with right who the heck I don't know (laughs) so back to that phrase the phrase Um, you know, of pulling something off or like, oh, I can't pull that off. That phrase, as I said, is like, yeah, typically talking about appearance or clothing or makeup or a new haircut. Um, But in this episode, we're taking this phrase and we're going to make it a lot more general here because this concept is all the same. The fears are all the same. The way, the same way that you could worry about pulling off those bright neon green sneakers or cheetah print skirt or whatever, you could worry the same way about pulling off being the host of your own podcast or becoming a a coach or, you know, being a designer, whatever it is, literally anything. Like we have those same fears. We worry sometimes that we can't pull it off or we look at other people and we say, well, she can pull it off, but I can't, right? And so I just think that's all crazy talk. And, you know, if you're in that position right now where you have that fear and you have those feelings, do not fear, do not fret. I am here to help you shake that because you can and you should and I think it'll be really good for you. So we're going to get right into it and the first thing that we're going to discuss is why we don't think we can pull it off. Like why do we not think we can pull these things off or why is that our our immediate reaction sometimes, right? Because I've talked so many times about kind of our instincts as human beings and our survival instincts and you know, our fight or flight and the way that sometimes we have these very immediate reactions to things out of fear and that's just the way that we operate. So a lot of times you'll find, especially when you say things like this, like let's say, you know, you have the idea, you see this lipstick and sorry for all the men listening, I'm a I'm a female so I'm, I feel like I use a lot of female references. Um, 
but I will try to switch it up a little, but you'll still know what I'm talking about. So imagine you're at a store and you're looking for lipstick. It's funny, I don't even wear lipstick, so it's a funny example. Anyway, I'm very distracted. So looking for lipstick, and let's say I find this like really cool, like really bright, like purple color, and I'm thinking, my imagine my first reaction is, oh my gosh, that's such a cool lipstick color. Now imagine my second reaction almost immediately after being like, oh my God, no, but I could never pull that off. Now, this is a very common thing that happens with people. And if you guys have listened to my episode on the five second rule, that is a strategy to actually rid yourself of these types of thoughts and also to take action before your brain even lets you think those fear, like fear filled thoughts, right? So the five second rule is when you basically the second you have that that thought number one which was oh the lipstick is cool you count backwards from five and you basically like grab the lipstick or buy the lipstick because in that span of five seconds is when or after the five seconds is when your brain would then have that second thought which is when all the fear and the risk kicks in and all those questions and maybe this isn't a good idea and maybe I'll be judged and I can't do this and you know all those things so that's why the five second rule exists as a strategy to take action to actually take physical action before your brain stops you out of fear or whatever else um so if you're you know at the store and that's your reaction we're going to talk about why is that your immediate reaction because what you'll find a lot of times is that there isn't even really a valid reason for it and so half of this whole freaking battle of transforming our mindsets and, and changing our lives and all of that is that we need to get really clear on the reasoning and the logic behind the thoughts we even have because like I just said more more often than not you'll realize there is no reasoning or that the reasoning that you think you have is not even valid and sometimes all it takes is just being aware and actually asking yourself why do I feel this way and then a lot of times your answer will be like wait I don't even know or like oh that actually doesn't make any sense right it's just kind of our natural instinct and sometimes we don't question it and I like on this podcast to get you guys in the habit of questioning things and asking yourself why you had this reaction and why you did this and that So why don't we think we can pull things off? Why is that immediate reaction often like, no, I shouldn't. It's too different. It's too weird. Well, there's a couple different reasons for this. First, and these are in no particular order. These are all just reasons. Number one is that, you know, we have this fear of judgment from others for doing something different than you would normally do. We worry that we're going to be judged. We fear this judgment from others. And that judgment that we fear is often based on, you know, the fact that we're doing something or we're going to do something or look some way that is different than how we normally look. So I want us to think about that for a second because now we're going to ask ourselves, okay, let's say that is our logic. Let's say, let's say I asked you, why don't you think you can pull it off? And you said, well, I'm worried that others are going to judge me for being different. Then my question back to you would be like, okay, so what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being different? Why would you worry about someone's judgment? And I think this is a really interesting question to pose because it's a tough question. Like when you think about it, you're like, well, because it's scary. But when you really break it down and you're like, but but why? Like, is that reasonable? Is that rational? Is it because it doesn't feel good? Like, what is it? And the truth is that judgment like this, if someone does actually judge you, if someone is like, oh my gosh, that person is so freaking weird for wearing that purple lipstick. 
then that judgment is usually coming from an insecurity in the person themselves, right? Like, haters gonna hate. Like, we can all probably agree that a lot of times the reason why people make judgments or the reason why people, you know, talk crap or say something mean is because they're insecure themselves and they think that by bringing you down, it'll make them feel better. And typically it doesn't. But that's not the point here. So judgment like this is usually coming from people who are insecure. And honestly, we shouldn't care what they think. Like, if you wouldn't take advice from the person criticizing you, then you shouldn't listen to their criticism either. That's one of my favorite little tidbits and quotes. And in addition to that, at the end of the day, you guys, one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that people usually are not thinking what we think they're thinking. So you're sitting here thinking they're judging every single thing you're saying and doing and how you look. And guess what? They're probably thinking about what they ate for lunch. Like people are not analyzing us the way that we think they're analyzing us. It's usually just in our heads. And that's kind of a comforting thought, right? If you can remember in those moments of fear or worry, like of judgment, if you can just remember like, okay, I'm probably way more conscious of this than they are. Like, they're probably not even thinking about this. It's kind of like, I always give the analogy. Actually, no, I don't think I do out loud, just in my own head. (laughs) I give the analogy of, like, public speaking. You could be so nervous for your speech. You could be so nervous that everyone's going to judge you and think you did a bad job and be bored and not be, you know, not have learned anything from your speech. But imagine, like, now think about when you're in the audience watching someone give a speech How much are you like not even that engaged sometimes? Like you're either not fully paying attention or you're bored or you're just like, you're usually not like sitting there judging every ounce of what they're saying. You're usually only like half tuned in. At least I'll say that's how I am. So you kind of need to, you know, flip, flip yourself into their shoes for a second and realize that most of the time people are not analyzing you the way that you're analyzing you. Another huge thing to remember in terms of judgments or, you know, fearing people's reactions to you being different than you normally are or wearing something different is that people always tend to notice change, right? And so because someone is noticing change or it could be like kind of a shock to the system, we then think like, oh my God, they're judging us. But people are going to notice change. Like if someone wears makeup every single day and you're used to seeing them with makeup, sorry, I just hit my microphone, If someone wears makeup every single day and then all of a sudden one day they're not wearing any makeup, it's almost like, again, a shock to the system. Like you're like, oh, wow, because they look different, right? And I think especially women have this whole idea that like they look terrible without makeup. But what's really happening here is that everyone is so used to your beautifully made up face that when you take it off, your natural face looks different and it's a shock and sometimes you could argue or someone could argue that makeup versus no makeup I don't think it's worse or better but you're less like it's less intense right like obviously makeup is beautiful and you have more color in your face and and you know all of that so when you then take it away like some people are like oh but now I look like a ghost and now I'm like you know whatever so ugly and it's like no it just looks different the second you don't wear makeup for like a month straight and everyone then gets used to what you look like with no makeup then you put makeup on one day and everyone's like wow like wow you look beautiful and you're thinking this is what I used to wear every single day but remember differences just come from the fact that when something's different and we're not used to it it's initially a shock Then you get used to it and we adapt because human beings are literally wired to adapt and then it becomes the new normal. So looking different is not bad. 
it's not looking bad. Wearing no makeup when you're usually wearing makeup just means that you're going to look different. You're not going to look bad. You're just going to look different. The, the makeup thing is only one example of this. But the point that I'm trying to make is that people notice change. It's a shock to the system. Then we get used to it. And then no one cares. And so we just need to make sure and be very intentionally conscious of not confusing different with bad, with negative, right? So you doing something different than what you normally do doesn't mean that it's worse or weird. It's just different. And I want to say that and emphasize that it is just different and different does not mean weird. And that's another question that you guys can kind of ask yourselves is like, well, what does different mean to me, right? And finally, I just want to say, I kind of already said this, but at the end of the day, even with all these reasons, people usually just aren't judging or thinking the way that you think they are. And that's just the truth. That is just the truth. We are our worst critics by far. And if we can own a decision, like own that purple lipstick, if we can own that ourselves, then other people are going to own it as well. And it's all about how we exude that energy and portray, you know, who we are. There's this quote that I really love and it says, do what you feel in your heart to be right for you'll be criticized anyway. And so if you're still, if you're hearing what I just said, which is like, you know, people aren't usually judging the way we think they are. If you're someone that's a critic of that and you're like, yes, they are. People are judgmental, blah, blah, blah. Then here's the thing. You're not entirely wrong. Now that sounds hypocritical, doesn't it? Right. I just said people are usually not thinking what we think they're thinking. But to someone who's going to say people are judgmental, let me tell you, yes, we are wired to judge our, you know, our, the stimuli around us. We do. It's, it's a natural thing. And again, we as humans have been conditioned to believe that the word judgment or, or making a judgment is a negative thing. Like, oh, like I'm judging you. Like the literal definition of judging would be to like, well, I don't know the literal definition, but it would be to like analyze you, to to absorb what you are giving me and to make a conclusion based on the information given to me, right? And so are we judging things and people all the time? Yeah. Are you judging everyone you talk to? Yeah. Without even knowing sometimes. You're judging everyone. So by that same, you know, logic, are people judging us? Yeah, totally. But the way that I choose to view it and the, the way that I think will behe- behoove you to view it as well is that in life, no matter what we do, judgments will be made, like I just said, good or bad. So if judgments are going to always be made, then we may as well do what we want, right? Instead of trying to do what we think other people are going to want, instead of like, you know, doing what we think they're going to judge negatively, like why would we act based on what we think they're going to think instead of just doing what we want because either way judgments will be made good bad neutral a judgment will be made so in that case may as well do what we want and what makes us happy because at the end of the day life's too short and that's all that matters anyway right another reason why we don't think we can pull it off is sometimes we see something you know on the internet or uh, in movies and we're inspired we're like wow like I want to be like that or I want to look like that or I want to do a project like that. And so sometimes what ends up stopping us in that moment is that the person or the thing or the brand or the company or whatever that we just got that inspiration from is nothing like us, right? So 
if you're, again, it's very easy to use clothing or makeup as a reference for this episode because that's typically what this phrase is used to describe and it's really just easy to kind of grasp and and wrap your head around it. So again, let's say that you are shopping online and you see, you know, a model wearing this pair of jeans that you think are super cool. Maybe they're like these crazy printed, like different, random, whatever. And maybe like your body type is different than the model's body type. So then because you're like, wow, like these are cool jeans. I want these jeans. These are super unique and different. Sometimes the the thought then that ends up stopping us and creating this fear is that like, oh, wait, but I don't look anything like her. Like I look nothing like her. She can pull it off. Therefore, I can't pull it off. So that's another thought that I feel like happens like, oh, well, she looks that way so she can pull it off. But guys, a clothing item and or an idea for a company or whatever are not unique to one individual. That's just not how it works. Like I have a podcast and I'm sure some 80 year old African-American man has a podcast, right? And so we may not be the same person. We may not look the same or be the same age or whatever, but we both have a podcast. So an idea or a look or a clothing item or anything like that is not unique to one individual or or one type of individual. There's a reason why like clothing stores make many sizes, right? It's like, you know, and I get it. This all kind of has to do with comparing yourself, which actually leads as a perfect segue into the final reason, which is just ultimately lacking confidence. If we are lacking self-confidence, then it's a lot harder to feel confident to put on that wacky, you know, outfit and walk into a room full of people. And I totally get that. It does take a certain degree of self-love and self-confidence and feeling good about yourself, feeling like you can walk into that room and even if people give you looks, you don't care because you're owning it because you're like, I like these pants and I don't care what you think because I'm confident in myself. And nothing that you say about myself will bring me down because I know what I think about myself, right? And it's a journey to get to that point. I would say confidently that I'm at that point and I love it and it's so freeing and it's amazing, but it's a journey. And so if you feel like you're someone who needs to begin that journey or maybe you're on that journey and you need some assistance or some help, I want to refer you guys to my episode number 35, which is called Mastering Self-Love and Self-Confidence, How to Be the Most Confident in the Room. And the biggest takeaway from this episode is that getting to know yourself is key. People, like I said, are going to have opinions your whole life. It's not going to stop. People are always going to have opinions. When you're the most successful person in the world, people are going to have opinions. People are going to tell you not to do things, to do things. They're going to judge you for going this college versus that college or this job versus that. They're going to judge and have opinions about everything you do. And that is not going to stop in your life. Okay? It's going to keep happening. And so, again, we may as well make the best of it, right? If it's going to happen anyway, we may as well make the best of it. We can't not notice that people are going to make judgments. The second we take in stimuli, we make judgments. And again, when things are different than they normally are, we notice. But then guess what humans also are wired to do? Adapt to change. So if you've never worn pink in your entire life and then one day you wear all pink, your friends and family are going to be shocked. Like, oh my God, she's wearing pink. Whoa, that looks so crazy. Like, oh my God, what is she doing? Is she having a crisis, a midlife crisis? (laughs) But after wearing pink every day for a week, On that final day when you come in wearing pink, people are going to be hardly surprised, right? Because they're like, oh, yeah, she's wearing pink now. So remember, different doesn't equal bad or worse. And sometimes you just need to work on your self-confidence. And sometimes you also need to realize that, you know, not everyone is the same and that not 
everything is uniquely made for one individual. So don't feel like you can't pull something off because someone else who's totally unlike you does pull it off. So those are the reasons why we often don't believe that we can pull something off, right? We're getting to those reasons or to the root of these reasons because getting to the root is the best and most efficient way to actually, you know, change our actions or change our beliefs or our behaviors. So those are the reasons. So now we're first going to take a really quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about why you need to kick that thought to the curb, why it's good to stand out. So we'll be right back. And we're back. So why should you kick these thoughts to the curb, these fears of judgment, this whole, I can't pull that off? No, I don't want to hear that coming out of your cute little mouths again, right? Here's why it's good to stand out. And maybe this will encourage you guys to stop having that thought and to stop fearing that you can't pull something off and to just do what that TikTok said, which was step one, put it on. It's really as simple as that. So earlier in the episode, I was talking about how it's really important to not confuse being different with being bad or ugly or, you know, something negative. And now I'm going to go one step further and actually explain to you why it's good. It's actually good to be different, to stand out. And here's why. In a world that's saturated, right, with content, with projects and products and whatever, making yourself stand out can lead to more opportunities or more sales. The market is saturated. There isn't just one brand of each product or one company. Like, think about makeup. There are so many different makeup brands. But think about what makes the most popular ones popular. Well, there's got to be something that makes them different, that makes them stand out amongst all their competitors, and that's why you choose them. Or, you know, you can say the same about literally anything. Like, there are so many different, like, social media marketing agencies. But it's like, what's going to make you choose the one that you're choosing? Or there are so many social media platforms that people try to create, but then it's like, what made TikTok become big and not these other random ones? So... If you're like a product, you got to realize like it actually leads to more sales or more popularity by standing out. If you're an individual, which you are, because obviously no inanimate objects are listening to this podcast. (laughs) Um, But, you know, standing out can lead you to more offers or opportunities. People remembering you is a good thing. You want people to remember you. Now, this applies to a lot more than just outfits and appearance, right? Think about college applications and job interviews. You're always thinking of what to include and write that sets you apart from the other candidates. I'm going to say that again. You, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I can speak for you all when I say it is so important in a job interview or in a college application to stand out. You need them to remember you amongst all the other qualified applicants. You need to make yourself known and remembered. And typically the way to do that is by being different or doing something different and standing out, right? And I know you guys will agree with me on that. So in these situations, it pays to be different. Well, hold on. That's weird. That goes against everything we've ever been conditioned to think as a kid, you know, fitting in, blending in. You don't want to stand out, right? Well, yeah, it does. So let's think about the logic here. If you're applying for a job, you may have all the top achievements and qualifications and you might have worked your butt off to make sure that you check every box on, you know, the employer's kind of list, right? But here's the thing. You have all these achievements, but so do all 50 of the other applicants. So then the question becomes for the employer, okay, what makes you different? Like what, why should I choose you over these other 49 people? And 
you'll find that people literally want to see that you aren't just like everyone else. So then my question to you is, if that is true, then why wouldn't this same logic apply with an outfit or a lipstick color or a project idea, right? Why wouldn't you then think that same way like, hey, I may generate some buzz or generate some sales or, you know, people might remember this product that I'm selling or or my podcast that I'm starting because I'm going to do something different and I'm going to stand out. Why is that logic, you know, not the same? And that's my question and that's the question that I pose just to get you guys thinking a little bit and to have you guys kind of you know, in those moments of fear of judgment or anything else, I want you to start shifting your idea of what it means to be different into a good thing rather than a scary or negative thing. Because if we can shift that mindset, we're set. We're going to be so much better off and we are going to stand out more and standing out is going to be a good thing for you. I promise. And you guys, if we want to get real for a second too, think about all of the like everyday examples of this think about Lady Gaga the singer first of all she's an incredibly talented musician and singer obviously we know this right but if she hadn't stood out for her crazy you know outfits and her stage name and all these things there's definitely a chance that maybe we wouldn't have you know heard about her or known her so well she could have be she could be sitting there you know in her house being this incredibly talented singer that she is But potentially she maybe wouldn't have, you know, rise, rise, risen to the same level of fame or success if she hadn't stood out. If she hadn't made people kind of turn their heads and go, oh, wow, like she's different. She's unique. I remember her. Oh, it's that woman. It's that one that dresses crazy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. She has such a good voice. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. I love finding real life examples of times in which people are different even like Billie Eilish super young super cute super talented she's definitely different she does wacky hairstyles and again we're talking a lot about appearance here but this doesn't just have to do with appearance this goes for so many different things but the the point is that standing out is capturing people's attention and if you are trying to you know create something or manifest something or be the best version of yourself then you got to get comfortable with standing out you got to be okay with standing out so now and finally we are going to touch on how to actually get comfortable with that how to start believing you can pull anything off and then how to actually pull anything off so the first thing that I'd say to do is just take little steps towards improving your confidence right So again, I'm using outfit examples, but this goes for anything. Taking little steps. Wear something a little bit bolder. Like maybe don't go full on cheetah print neon green yet, but just start small. Wear something a little bit outside your comfort zone, but that you like. Just try saying yes, no matter what your brain wants to try to convince you of, right? So when you're in those moments of thinking, man, I want to start this project or, ooh, I want to call this person and ask this question. and, And then you worry like, oh, that's weird. Like no one does that. I want you to stop in that moment and if you need to use the five-second rule, do it. I have a whole episode on that if you're wondering kind of how to do that. But use the five-second rule if you have to and no matter what, just stop yourself in that moment and say yes. Be like, nope, yes, I'm going to do this. (laughs) No, yes. Um, Yes is what I meant. Uh, And just say yes. And, And no matter what your brain wants to try to convince you of, just say yes. So ultimately, just do it, right? To wrap up this whole entire thing, I think 
a lot of this has to do with some self-reflection and as do most of these mindset shifting kind of strategies a lot of it is just this internal deeper work that you have to do with yourself to just get really clear on who you are and the way that your mind operates and meant like what fixed or um limiting beliefs you may have and that is step one in changing them so I challenge you guys today I challenge you to just go for it to start making those little choices day after day starting small just making those little changes and not fearing that judgment and just going for it even if you still fear the judgment just do it anyway because sometimes when you are scared and you do the thing anyway you come to realize from doing it that it wasn't nearly as bad as you think it was going to be. Not nearly. So I challenge you today to wear that outfit. Start that project. For once, my advice is so simple. Like, this is not complicated at all. Going right back to that TikTok. Step one, put it on. Literally, that's my advice. Next time you're thinking it, just do it. And then see what happens, right? Chances are it won't be nearly as bad as you think. In fact, it probably won't be bad at all. And if you get criticism, okay, then let's sit down and reflect about it. I want you to ask yourself, are you okay with letting other people's judgments and decisions stop you from achieving what you want in life? Are you okay with that? Can you sleep at night knowing that you're letting other people's judgments stop you from doing something that can make you great? I wouldn't be okay with it. And I know that sometimes this is very, you know, tough love. It's it's a little bit harsh. But you guys, for us to really master our mindsets, we have to get harsh with each other. We have, or sorry, with ourselves, <laughs> not each other, with ourselves. We got to look in the mirror. And that's going to be the most important part. Got to look in the mirror and you got to face your demons and you got to face your fears. So if you're okay with letting other people's judgments and decisions stop you from achieving what you want, then... I guess I don't know what to tell you but I'm sure that you sitting there are not okay with that because whose life is this is it yours or is it someone else's I mean it's yours right and no one gave them that right to judge you and to decide what you can and can't do no one no one has that ability no one's allowed to do that it's your life it's your life okay so at the end of the day how to pull something off is to just do it just pull it off just do it Just choose that you are pulling it off. Like put it on and be like, yeah, I'm pulling it off. And I'm the one deciding that I'm pulling it off. No one else is making that judgment for me. I pulled it off. It's a fact, right? Because you're capable of anything. And that's just the truth. I promise. So you guys, that concludes today's episode on how to pull anything off. I hope that you really got something out of this. It really is a simple concept in a simple episode and you know I feel like I was like lecturing you a little bit like come on look yourself in the mirror um and so I'm sorry if you know that ever comes off any sort of way you guys know that I love you and this is this is how we're gonna change we're gonna grow together and it's not always easy sometimes it's really hard and sometimes we have to face things that we don't want to face but that's how we're going to get better and if you are dedicated to getting better then you can do it okay I promise you Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for listening. If this episode helped you in any way, remember that I am now featuring you guys on my social media. I want to hear your stories. If this episode impacted you or helped you, you can submit your story using the link in the show notes. It's called the Self-Made Spotlight. I want to spotlight you guys and really hear from you and just 
you know, learn and grow together. So you can always submit to that. You can always leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And you know what else I want you guys to do today? Tell a friend. Tell a friend about this show. Tell them about one of your favorite episodes. And just spread the word. Tell a family member or friend. It would be so awesome for me, but also for them and for you. And I want us all to be able to rise up together and to help each other. And, you know, I want to get this out to as many people as possible so I can change as many lives and mindsets as possible. So thank you guys so much for being on this journey with me, for showing up week after week, for being dedicated to transforming yourself. It is so incredibly magical and I'm so proud of you guys. And I... We'll see you in the next episode. Love you so much. Bye-bye.